Oh my gosh. We are, are here. We? we are dot 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 here. <laughs> dot, 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 dot. The, the the four the four dot green style. So Yeah, you need you need the four dots. The four dots. Or else it's it's not the same. <laughs> Still has Talk to... about cutting it close, eh? <laughs> We're doing this like the day before oh my gosh. Yeah, sorry incredible. about that. It's different. No, not at all. I feel like I was also out of it too. I couldn't really work. I wasn't gonna be able to do it on Friday anyway. Oh well, I hate you know. You know what? It's a little different, but uh, it's still good. It's still good. Maybe a well, month- no one is the wiser. Yes, that's right. That's yeah. Right. If you hadn't said anything, they wouldn't have known. There you go. They don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we could be talking about, uh, you know, groceries or yeah, our our know. weekly Discord Jo session. You know, I I am yeah. confident in our listeners that they'll be like, something's off, something's different. By the way, by the way, on that on that Jo session, I, I just I I knew I couldn't make it. You know, I could I couldn't come for that. You know, so it was yeah. going to be. Uh, I just didn't have anything in the tank. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, you got to be in the right mindset for those things. It's like, you know, it's like playing sports, you know, yeah. you got to be, be in ready. the zone. You got to be top of your game. Get, you know? get those, uh, get those smelling salts up your nose, right? <laughs> yeah hey, do you do it, those i don't i don't really do those it, is that, it, is that, does that work is that what you call them you know i'm not sure <laughs> how they work you, i just see it during uh during just... that ice skating games with the sticks what's that what's that game called again ah uh, soccer yes that's the one <laughs> and if you are uh listening Football? to this uh this banter this random Footy. chatter you uh you have tuned in Welcome to uh, We Are Your Friends podcast. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Laura Cruz, Jillian Storm, with his brothers in art, as always, Toby Medeiros and Mad Sketch, here to fill your hour with uh, art stuff, because that is what we are. Art stuff. We are, we are artists, and uh, yeah, we want to help mm-hmm. you, fellow artists. Or, if you're not an artist, but maybe you're thinking about it, I don't know, pick up a pencil, start scribbling. It's cool. It's never too late. You can do it. Anybody can draw. Anybody can draw. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. It's a it's a thing you can do. If you have a brain and you can picture a person, if you can look at a bad drawing and say that's not what a person looks like, that means that you have the capacity to be able to see mm. an image of a person and then put that on paper. Yeah, that's baby. a cool way of yeah. Yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that. You know, I got, I got, I got, I got jewels, man. I got a lot of those. I yeah. can, I can spin it, <laughs> can spin it, flip it, lay it out every way you need to know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how we. You do. take out like a notebook full of these. You're like, yeah, I just, just I keep these in my head. You're flipping through yeah. the notebook. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting though because uh, I think like if there was a listener who's technically like not an artist but just based on our episodes and going through the whole process then they're like i'm gonna try uh if you're out there let us know oh, that'd be cool like that that would make my day that would be oh, yeah. really really cool i mean it's one thing that will we're helping and keeping uh fellow artists entertained and informed and uh hopefully educated that you know entertained. that would make my covid that would make my covid year yeah but like mm-hmm. that, if For we sure. if we made artists, 
from scratch, that that would be like man. <laughs> that would be something beautiful, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Wow. Just even thinking about that right now got me like, damn. And like Does it warm your little heart? It does warm my heart. It does warm Aww. my heart. Does you know, it, like a... it warm a specific part of your body? Uh, uh right, right right now yeah. i mean i guess it's yeah it'd no. probably be my heart you know <laughs> so, okay toby do you, do you still have a heart in there <laughs> or, or, or is it a a black uh black mold filled with fungus Void. <laughs> fungus no see fungus is grow or fungi grow oh so there's life there there's you know, life there Mm-hmm. You know, I, I you know I'm I've been obsessing over TikTok, um, mm-hmm. being a, a late millennial, early Gen X. <laughs> I was watching this like this like trend that was happening where there was like a cat that would come along and this girl was singing and they made a song out of it like Here comes the boy, hello boy, and then they went from that to instead of Here comes the boy, it's here comes the whore. Oh. <laughs> and then it went from that to this other one was like, had a black cat and was like, here comes the void. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, that's you, Toby. Oh. That's when you show up, we're like, here comes the void. You know. Thank you. Void. Thank you. Oh. I, I take Welcome. that as a compliment. No, that's a lie. That's going to be my next TikTok. Toby, <laughs> we, we had a lovely day out on Wednesday. When I see you, when I see you in person, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> it was He's gonna keep wonderful. up his mo. <laughs> Toby has an image to maintain. Okay, exactly. Oh, we boy. can't we can't sell him as the the sweet, lovable guy that he actually is. Who are you no, talking about? What are you, oh my sweet, god! What are you talking about? Oh that's my god! Not, that, you're, you must be talking about someone else because that's not Toby. another Toby. Yeah. <laughs> That is not. Yeah. That's a variant you're talking about. That's a bizarre variant. <laughs> bizarre yeah, whoever the fuck that is. <laughs> Definitely the... not me. To- to- Toby has. I a... don't see. A... Toby doesn't give a damn about his bad reputation. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> at the end of the day, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, essentially. Essentially, essentially. Yeah. at the end of the day, <laughs> is um. Have yeah. I covered that? Have I covered that in in the episodes, in the I show? Actually, I'm not sure you. I have. don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. So okay, so so by the way, it's just some some of you people might understand this this theory or this this concept that we have. But like in every meeting in in a, in an officers or you know office setting, every meeting always there will always be these three phrases that someone's going to say, which is essentially. At the end of the day, it is what it is. And if we hit those three, then that means that that meeting should be done at that point. Because there's nothing else to be said. They've covered everything. Exactly. I mean, that, that that is an example of saying something, but not really nothing saying. at all. Yeah, not saying anything, really. It's just, just words. Everything yeah. and nothing at all. Just, it's just like, hey, uh, hey, Sketch, can you contribute to this uh, this meeting? What do you think? Uh, I mean, it is know, what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm uh, yeah. It's, uh, you know, essentially, and like you have to drag them, drag the words out, right? Mm-hmm. 
So you have to really at the like, end of the day, you guys got to get it done. You know yeah. what I mean? And if you're not, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> and make make it look as Sketch did right there. Make it seem like you thought about this. <laughs> but you're it's like... got to be natural. But the thing is, like, when you're in those meetings, when you're in those meetings, and you're filling in all these like buzzwords and sayings, because you you will have things that you constantly say in these meetings, because that's how meetings are in offices. And mm-hmm. when you when you're you know you understand the lingo the, the the jewel that you're about to drop you can kind of like time it you know because it, it'll come to you you know when you know when it needs to be dropped. I mean, or you could be an antisocial person like myself who refuses to learn those things and just work from home for yourself. Fair enough. That is also an option. That that is also that a, is, a very valid why option. learn how to interact with people uh, when you cannot. <laughs> <laughs> why learn when you why learn to interact with people when you don't have to? Yes, exactly. Well, exactly. I mean, it, it, I think we still have to do it to a certain degree. I mean, I don't know. I've somewhat. met a couple of people that have made great strides not doing it. Yeah. I mean, granted, you know what? It is interesting though because I think before like there was a time when you couldn't get away with it but i think now more and more it seems like you actually could get away with it mm-hmm. like almost yeah to interacting with people on the minimalist possibility right i always feel like artists are really well equipped with that and also like cuz a lot of ways like you know you're like the creative and in the communication the markets and the business person that's always like like another person that can handle that stuff. Mm. Granted, there are a lot of people that would end up being both. Yes, and they hate that side. Like they hate the communications and like business side of things as an artist. But you know, you still that doesn't mean you still don't want to. You know, is it not talk weird that it kind of makes sense to me? Like I kind of get the marketing aspect. No, that's that's no. yeah, that's a type. That's a yeah. diff, you know that's yeah. a. Yeah, that's like you and the three of us are like yeah. that, I think. Yeah, exactly. Like, we I, can I, do it. I get it, you we, know, we like I get what, what needs to be done. Uh, yeah. And you just, you know, you just gotta... <laughs> well, you're also very good at selling. Like, you're really good at that. You know, you sold our stuff before at a convention, <laughs> like, like, easily. Like, you're almost at the level of Mark Williams. Like, <laughs> well, it's like, you're really you good. You would be excellent you, you look... in MLM. MLM. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, honestly, I just, uh, I, I believe in what I'm selling, and that kind of makes it easy, because I, that helps I like, a lot. I That's like my true. friends, that makes it easy. you know, I like their work, mm-hmm. I'm so proud of everything. Do you? Do you? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. That's a, that's an it's excellent sell, uh, salesman phrase. Uh, I like what I'm selling. I, I believe in the work. Well, it's true. Yeah. You guys are, you guys <laughs> so, are my friends. I love you guys, and... Hell yeah. yeah I mean, Street level stuff. The best con is you have to sucker yourself first to the con, right? For you to exactly. con everyone else. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the insecure that's the insecure artist. Uh, it is really hard but to you know sell what? as an artist. It you is know really what? hard. Today, uh we're gonna try the we're we're gonna do our best to try to help here. Um so I guess this is kind of like this episode will kind of be like either it's good for beginners and maybe it's also like a refresher for, uh, you know, vets and people who already have a foot in the game. 
but um, yeah. we're going to look at how to make money as an artist. Um, because I think it's a, it's definitely an interesting topic because yeah, in one aspect, I can see it like when you start making money as an artist, I think the one thing it allows you to do is be more of an artist, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? Um, yeah. But before we get into that, we want to get we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, uh, have I'm you practicing, guys. Tra- I'm practicing. tried the Tower of of the Challenge Tower? It's available it's now. Oh, with the champions that have the abilities, <laughs> things exclusive, and enter the code. If you enter the code with our, we are your code. friends. You'll get a. We are your friends because you have many other friends, but you chose us. That's the whole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You'll get a three-headed ogre, who's awful <laughs> and, but also powerful, and yeah. One of the third. One of the heads looks like a like a very chub, like a chub penis. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like. Is that a head? I don't know. I'm just. It, it could. I mean, it is a head. It, it's kind of a head. <laughs> what kind of head is it? But yeah, uh, download Raid <laughs> on PC or your mobile device today. I don't even think. Is it for PC? I don't even know. I don't even know what that I thing don't know. is. I think it's on we PC. I thought saying. it was just for mobile, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm projecting, guys. If I keep saying, if we, if we do these things, eventually they will come to us. That's the idea. You know, they might might come to us out of spite. (laughs) If you broadcast, they will come. (laughs) I will only do it if we have complete creative control over how we get to do it. I want Raycon. (laughs) Yes. Um, Your Raycon, we we would totally sell out. So so we may be be laughing at this situation here, but uh, that right there technically a way of making money right like if yeah if right. in theory we did have a sponsorship from raid or raycon or whatever uh that would be our way of making money right now we don't have that now but what's this saying 50 episodes 50 plus episodes something down the line happens you know um mm-hmm. and and you know i guess giving a heads up for future events but like when that does start to happen, you will probably hear that somewhere in the middle of the episode. We'll have maybe a pre-record thing that Toby inserts uh, before the episode or at the end, you know, stuff like that. Um, well, let's well let's go back. Let's go yeah. all the way from the beginning, right? Let's let's yes. start it from yeah. How do I make money? <laughs> That's right. Well, there are these things called money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you're going you all the way back. That's a little No, bit. that's not what we're doing? Oh, okay. I, I think okay. we're all... Well, they, they we probably, all know what money is. They, they know See, that? Okay, these places okay. called street corners. Oh, no, Toby. And these men called... <laughs> Toby. <laughs> Stay away from them because it's 2021 and you can make your own money. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can be your own pimp. Yeah, your own pimp. Okay. Um, no, let's talk about... Let's talk about, uh, you know, you draw... And um, you wanna you wanna do that more, but in order to do that, you need to you need to live off of something so that you could stay alive and do more art, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now the key thing to this is, I wanna keep making art. Yep. And that is your number one 
if this is like fun for you, keep, you know, like, yes, make, you can make money doing art, but because, because the, the big pitfall is if you keep, you know, if, if you start making money and it's all becoming more about money, then it's not really becoming about the art. You're not having fun. You're going to stop. Mm-hmm. So let's start with, let's start with ways that you could kind of, you can kind of start selling your stuff. Um, first off, I think, I think, um, you know, gain some attention. Yep. Uh, digital spaces are really, really, uh, like we are practically living in digital spaces right now as we speak, right? Like, I live in one right now. Exactly. We are in digital space right now. Precisely. Right. Mm -hmm. Like as you're listening to this, this is like obviously in a digital format. And, uh, so now more than ever, if you are active on different social medias, um, you know, different social media platforms, there is a chance of gaining the right kind of attention, right? Um, now, obviously, the one thing as well, the caution or the, the heads up here, especially for um, kind of a new, newer, new artist, young artist, um, it is what you kind of put into it, right? So, like, you know, at the beginning, you do have to hustle a little bit more, as an artist on these platforms whereas if you are established you can like post once a week and get a lot of attention right but that's based on the fact that you already have you know established yourself over mm-hmm. 20 years right um, well cuz like cuz like two things can happen right mm-hmm. you can you can keep drawing and keep uh having people see your stuff until somebody wants to or and then you put on whatever you know, you, you put it out there that you're available for commissions or something like that, or like this thing's for sale, right? And then people could message you and then, hey, so next thing you know, somebody might actually start like buying your stuff. Or you could be the one that sets it out first and, you know, or, or somebody comes up to you first and then you make that sale. And now you want to keep doing that because it's fun to sell art, right? Yeah. But for the most part, the number one thing you need to have is consistency and and the 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 drive to keep making art so that you could sell them or be able to be ready to do you know things like commission those are the two things you have you can make to order or made to order or or uh, was it am i saying that right yeah <laughs> yeah made yeah, like... <laughs> to order like commissions versus prints right things yes. that are ready to be sold and then things that like you know you 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 sell uh, you you do because someone paid you to do it Right. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of ways that you can get kind of um, start with that. But for the most part, the very high priority is you have to be ready to be to once you open that, you have to be ready to just do what that is being asked of you. Right. Either sell the print or or, you know, draw that commission or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the one thing I need. You know, you need to like remember your uh, your reputation online counts on that for sure because once you do good on that you can kind of continue like it'll just propel you to keep doing more and and you know it'll get busier that way right ideally it'll it'll like in a perfect world it'll just kind of expand and then you'll get more people and then you'll have a lineup you know a queue or whatever but um yeah that's the right mentality you should have but don't like you know and don't try to i mean one thing as well i'd say um 
when you're on social media, um, it is kind of important to kind of see trends and understand them in a way. Like it, mm-hmm. it's not like the the most yeah. funnest thing in the world, but and you don't have to follow them. No. You don't have to follow yes. them. That's understand yeah. them. No, see, uh, kind of like see where go with the ones that work for you yeah see where where the the waves are going how things are moving um like one thing that's interesting is like so i guess you guys would have to help me out here with this um tiktok uh for visual artists um do you guys follow a bunch of artists or is it more entertainment on tiktok because it's the biggest like it's one of the biggest platforms in terms of there's uh, a method. There's a method in TikTok. Yeah, for artists, which mm-hmm. is like you're you're doing like cuts of like you working on it, and then it would kind of intercut to like another shot, like you progressing, and then it would be like the last thing, and then you zoom out, and then here's your finished piece. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, people do that a lot, and then be like, follow me, blah 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 blah, and you know, <laughs> videos aren't that um, to me anyway. They're not that um, interesting. Because you're just kind of drawing and especially you see a lot of these people, they have literally one hand on the camera and then one hand on the, you know, on the brush or the pencil or whatever. And it's like that, that can't be comfortable. And you're, that's not natural. And you're, you literally just need a shot of you with the, the one stroke and then you cut it, like you stop recording and then keep working on it. Like, it's just like the mindset is just kind of disconnected and I don't think it's that fun, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. but it garners a lot of views, a lot of a uh, lot of interaction, kind of. Um, I I think there's a very big difference between getting views and getting like actual active followers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of the times I find that the art videos on TikTok are more about people finding satisfying things to watch. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's so satisfying watching the paint do this, or it's so satisfying watching. But lines that's go down not like gonna. This turn into anything you're saying it's not going to turn into i I don't think it's a great place to get commissions Mm -hmm. right (laughs) no that's interesting you know very true yeah it's it's not the best place to make your like selling happen Mm. yeah no just Um, because i i am curious because obviously like um we look at a platform that's pretty much on on like uh what it's called it's it's pretty much dead and being held up by strings like uh, something like facebook right um mm-hmm. we remember it being this kind of more active uh interactive social place but right. now it's like i i look at facebook and i'm like I, I i barely i use messenger to contact my family but i don't think yeah, I, yeah. I don't think of that as a place to put any of my art or anything like that like i just uh I, yeah I, I don't really like yeah, the platform same. that much right like i don't see the value in it whereas Instagram surprisingly still has a lot of value. Um, Twitter as well. I'd say like Instagram and Twitter have much more value than Facebook at the moment. But the one thing about this whole like social media thing is we do have to look at trends, right? We have to look at trends and see where they're going. And like TikTok has the attention now. And it's going to be curious to see what's the next thing, right? Like what what will... it's pretty interesting now. Like if mm. you look at like the the way Instagram focuses on shopping a lot. Yes. Now, yeah. so you could literally use Square, um, like that 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 tap 
um, POS um, app, mm -hmm. you could literally list all of your, let's say, prints yeah. on there and then have your shop so you don't even have to pay for like an actual like website or whatever. Have your shop there and all your transaction stuff can go through Square and then you can link that with your Instagram and have an online shop and then people literally can buy your prints on Instagram. You don't even need like Redbubble or whatever anymore, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, and and it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what what will come next, I think, for sure, because some people aren't really liking the um, the store features. Some people aren't really liking some of the... The, the way the algorithm ah, the algorithms uh, change constantly, right? So much to the point where some people who had who were gaining so much traffic at one point, then little algorithms switch up, and based on whatever kind of content, um, it's almost like getting blocked out, right? Getting blocked out of potential views and chances uh, based on the kind of work you do. Um, I I. I don't think people should get lost in all of that. Yeah. Because trying to understand algorithms and, and whatever, you there's a way for you to control your narrative and how you navigate through online stuff. But, but it's honestly, it's a lot of persistence and engagement. Yep. As long as you engage the people that like your stuff and that you are nice to them and you constantly, consistently put up good work, that'll go somewhere. It'll always go somewhere. And that means that if that doesn't mean that like if your artwork is like you think is good, but no one's buying it, it doesn't mean it's bad. Mm -hmm. It means that you can there's more t that you can do to make it better. Yeah. Right? And, and it's, also it's never your art is bad. Well, also keep in mind as well, you're you're now on the world stage, right? Like this is isn't like a local, you know, Comic Con or local art fair. Uh, this is the world at large right like if i wanted mm -hmm. to buy art from somebody in in new zealand i can do that now if i wanted to buy yeah. art from somebody straight from japan uh i'm able to do that that's that's the power of the web um and speaking of which though i did kind of wanted to uh ask toby yes about uh what you do toby <laughs> how, how, how do you go about getting your work what what app do you use um well actually this kind of connects to what you were saying mm. about like the World Wide web and there being so many people out there um i actually find that i get more traction with my work uh specifically the commission like the furry commission work stuff i do mm. if i post it on for affinity as opposed to posting it on twitter interesting which will lead to me getting more commissions Huh. And mm. getting the word spread about me more in the community that I actually want to sell to. So mm. I think although, yeah, it's important to like, oh, yeah, pay attention to trends and stuff. Find a niche. Mm. Find something mm -hmm. that you love to do and you're good at doing. And then right. find a community or a website or something that is tailored to that niche and go from there. Because you're going to get a lot more sales and a lot more attention within the community that you're actually trying to market than if you just throw it out onto Instagram and go, here I am, find me. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you're if you're like me and you're lucky enough that where you're marketing has a specific site, then that's where you need to be. You know, like if you're yeah. if you're like a pervy hentai artist, there are sites that are just for hentai artists. You should be there. 
you know. You gotta find like, those pervs. Exactly. You know, or feel like you're a concept artist. You need to be on the concept, like the sites that are tailored to concept art. Yeah, because... art station and like all that Precisely. stuff. Concept art, art work, a CG talk. Mm. Yeah, like you're a lot less likely to get lost in a mix of painters and anime artists and comic book artists and, you know, leather working artists. Like, you know, like if you just go online and you and you tag yourself as like Toronto artist, there's so many people doing that that come from yeah. so many different backgrounds that it's going to be hard to sift through that. So right. at, at least when you're starting out, I find the more that you pigeonhole yourself, the better. Um, and yeah. then you can kind of like expand from there. So you're like, okay, well I'm bored of just doing like anime art. I want to start doing digital paintings. Okay. You've established yourself as an anime artist and you're getting commissions through that. Now start being like, Hey, I also offer this other thing and so on and so forth and then kind of expand. Yeah. At least in my experience, this has been, you know, <laughs> this is, and no, that, that you know, it's, it's different for everybody, you know, yeah, like yeah, sure. I don't want people listening to this and being like, I have to do exactly what these guys say. Like everyone's different and what works for me might not work for other people. Yeah. But, but you have to, you have to try stuff. Right. And, and when you're starting out, yes. it's almost like encouraged to try anything. Right. Like, there's yeah. there's no there's really no bad ideas um, unless you yeah know. like one of one of the underlying things that you're saying is like if you if, you, if this one alley is not successful that doesn't mean that you're not good or anything like that you can keep trying mm -hmm. like the the internet is vast it's huge and you could find other avenues that you could you know you could be successful in so exactly so exactly. it doesn't define you now what do you guys think um as as artists do we do we feel like we're just uh, pretty much set for the freelance kind of life, or do you guys see a potential in being hired as an artist? Uh, it's complicated, like because <laughs> you've done both. <laughs> yeah, like I did freelance for the longest time, and now I guess after after twenty like eighteen years or whatever, I am actually like working at a design studio that does very interesting projects and you know i used to do like a lot of 3d in it now but now i'm actually doing like drawing concept of like interiors of like a whole a whole exhibit space and it's terrifying and exciting um you know uh, there's like you know i sometimes i nail it sometimes it's a miss you know, and there's a lot of like different terror in it because you're an artist and then now you have to report to somebody and it's like you're always like kind of waiting for their like, you know, like their thumbs up or thumbs down. And it's like I kind of hate that feeling. But then again, that's also kind of like freelance. Yeah. You yeah. know, and in the beginning, yeah. freelance kind of prepares you for that kind of thing. And so it doesn't really feel as bad as it as it used to be because I was so, you know, I was. Also conditioned in that with freelance because it's a different person every time. And here it's like you can have a consistency because your boss is, you know, like your your directors are like your, you know, you know them. You have a chemistry. So you know what they, they want. Kind of trust your instincts. 
Yeah, oh, and yeah. you have like a chemistry within them, and so you kind of build like a formula. The only thing that I don't like about that is that it gets a little bit stale, oh. right? Sometimes you don't like the project or whatever. Yeah, a freelance, you can choose what you want to do and what you don't want to do. You can kind of have like a big grand scheme, but that could also be like a bad thing, right? Because if you're doing freelance, then like you're sometimes you're desperate for that work, so then you'll take on the one that you don't want to do, and then it feels even more terrible. There's uh, there's so. certainly pros and cons in both situations for sure, right? Absolutely, yeah. Mm. Toby, are you you're freelance technically, right? Yes, yeah, he's freelance. Yeah, indeed, I am. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so there are jobs that you won't do, right, Tobes? Like that you've been requested, and you're like, nah. Yeah, I mean. At this point, it's more of like a, because I do porn, it's more of a moral thing that I say no to things. Okay. Mm, okay. Um, but because I have made a point of marketing myself to artwork that I actually want to draw, mm. I don't often run into that. Um, so like I'm like I'm always drawing interesting things. I like I I think it's actually quite fun drawing perverted art. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think it's it's <laughs> challenging and it's fun and. You do things that, like, you kind of have to know how to draw a lot of things because there's no covering things up, you know? Um, I find it a lot more challenging. Like, it's like, oh, I messed up that leg, but, like, I'm going to have to fix it because I can't just cover it up with a long skirt or, like, baggy pants. Like, nope, this person's naked. You got to do it. So (laughs) it's I'm very fortunate in the way that I've picked a niche that I find enjoyable. Yeah. Um. Nice. And although it, it, it's not, it's never been something that I thought I would do, but mm-hmm. looking back at like, like I love, I, as problematic as he is, I do love Robert Crumb's career, um, <laughs> despite the fact that he is a sexist, racist pig. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just can't help it. I just really dig his, like the, like the trajectory of his career. Yeah. Um, and he made a career out of being an unapologetic pervert. You know, yep. yeah, I got, there and there is as, there um, is something to that. That's his legacy. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think there is an advantage to specifically when you're doing freelance to being unapologetically yourself. Mm. I think that that is a big asset when you're doing freelance. Whereas, like when you are working for a company, I think your biggest asset is versatility. You know, if yeah. you find yourself that you are a very versatile artist, then possibly working for a company is the better route for you i think also you know on the company side um don't rely on the company rely Mm -hmm. on your own name build a brand because there is no such thing i I, it sounds very like existential or whatever but like there is no such thing as job security like Mm -hmm. they are willing to cut you you know no one's safe and like basically literally like throw you off a cliff like it is not safe mm-hmm. and yes you're going to have vulnerable moments but that's why i think having uh, trying to keep a, a a reputation and a name out there so that you it's not exactly a safety net it, it kind of is a safety net but it's kind of a way for you to if you do fall there's a way for you to get to another branch or another ledge or something like that you know what i mean so like don't rely on the company and just kind of be complacent. Um, it's very, very easy to, to get to that point. Um, you know, I, 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 I can definitely get to that point too. 
And so trying to have backup plans and trying to see what the market is like where you are, like that's, that's very, very important so that you don't kind of get to a point where you don't have a job and then you have to start from scratch, you know? So being consistent with the craft um, and, and knowing the tools that you need, be up to date with the tools. But see, like the thing about work is that it's so different. You have to know, let's say you're doing illustration, know what the latest tools are for illustration because you're not the only person that's gonna touch that thing that you're doing. So that means that another person has to understand where does it end for you? And then, you know, you can kind of like take it from there. They can take it from there. So there's like that whole other side that is like very complicated about, uh, you know, working. So you got to be like in the market. You got to be in with like the, 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 the industry. And, you know, so like for 3D, you got to like know the latest 3D, pro, you know, stuff so that when you get into a new company, You'd be working on the same tools as everybody is, you know, stuff like that. So conforming with the, the, the company is a big thing. So that's, that's, you know, that could be, if that's not your thing, then just stick to freelance. It's a dream yeah, anyway. That, that's fair. That's fair. Now, you did bring up an interesting point. I think we can definitely address it here um, because it is kind of relevant and it certainly, I feel like it will, this conversation will bring value to the listener. Um the artist as a brand, and I mean, I think this is something that's been kind of, we've been talking about for the last, like, five years, maybe even ten years. The the human, mm -hmm. the human as a brand, like, what does that mean? And is what are we doing here? But, like, I feel like it's relevant for the artist because we are, like, our work is technically our product. And it's something, like, we have to consider, right? Like, I think a regular joe schmo or whoever right is like posting online like yeah they can do whatever they want but like mm -hmm. that the artist inherently whether they know it or not when you're putting your work out there and you're looking to make sales you are a business and you have a product therefore you are a brand and i wanted to like i wanted to pick your brains guys like what do you what what's your What's your general approach on that? Like, what's Mad Sketch? What's Pascal? You know, like what the the Pommy? What's uh, what's what's that like? Right? What's Chilean Storm? Yeah, yeah, Chilean Storm. Yeah, man, it's, it's a... <laughs> yeah. Storm. You haven't answered a question yet, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, heat's on you now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Chilean Storm. <laughs> what what is that? Um, you know, obviously I put my uh my nation kind of out there because latin american latino uh in canada uh storm just kind of a wild bag of emotions in a way or just a wild unpredictable unstoppable force you know there you go chilean storm um and what that is is really like i just like the way i i market this here It's somebody who's unapologetically, like, just loves to consume what he likes to consume a lot. Which is, like, right now, like, now it's comic books, right? Like, I'm fucking hard so hardcore into comics that I'm even think like, I, I am selling comics on eBay because I have so many, right? Uh, and I'm even thinking, like, releasing an, another Instagram account specifically 
for selling comics uh, based on the fact that I have so many. But I'm using, like, I'm trying to use my knowledge of comics as an advantage to communicating with potential uh, with potential fans, right? And and really understanding where the market's going, seeing the trends, and trying to stay on top of that, right? Like that's the that's the approach that I'm going with here. Now, like again, we've said this earlier. We're saying our part. You don't don't copy this, and I think that's also that's also a key here. Um, don't copy that i know artists like steal like an artist yeah with techniques that makes sense but with this this like a uh, brand stuff this has to come from you this has to like come from the core of you right well alvaro here's a here's a question relating to that actually um how long like what was the process of you finding the chilean storm brand like how long did it take you oh jeez was it a lot of troubleshooting? <laughs> yeah. You know, what can people expect to like? What what kind of journey can people expect? At least from your point of view. You know, it's interesting uh, because uh, initially when I it just kind of started, I didn't have that really in mind. This was a lot of troubleshooting. This was a lot of like, what am I trying to do? What am I good at? What's my passion? Right? Like, okay, I'm kind of dorky. I'm pretty obsessive. I retain a lot of useless information. Okay, but then I'm like, wait, but you can use that, right? Like you can, I remember so many times at shows, uh, the best way to make sales is you look at what the person's holding, whether it's prints, comics, or even like toys, or their t-shirt, or their hat, or their cosplay. You look at those things, you're at the table, you point that out, you say something. If you read uh, the latest X Men issue, you point out how awesome that that run was. Like, did you did you catch that last like uh, that last page? Oh my god! Right. Those are ways of like that's that's you throwing your line out there, and hopefully you know you get the hook. Right. That's the thing you want to connect with people on on this this the, the fandom generally. Right. Like people are there at these shows and online in these kind of uh, communities because they love what they love. So you have to love these things just as much. And you have to be genuine about it too. Like um, there are some comics that I don't really care, care much for. I'm trying to think of some <laughs> right now at the moment, but there are, they exist. <laughs> um, and and gener generally I'm not, Gasp. I'm not going to talk about them. Right. Because like I have nothing to bring to the table. And people can see through that. Right. People can see through that as well. Um, so if you are trying to connect with people, be legit, genuine about it. If you can't connect with somebody, like if you don't see anything there, don't worry about it. Let it go. Um, you definitely have to be like 100% genuine about what you are and what you are. And that's the interesting to thing too. Like in this day and age where almost like uh, businesses are coming into public spaces, people want uh, 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 the real. They want to hear us make mistakes on our podcast and kind of goof up because guess what? That's real, right? Like that, that's legit. Although Toby is our editor and he does a good job. So, you know, it's rare. But like even, even like, 
like but the the human real fucking element like like swearing people like swearing because it's real if that makes sense mm-hmm. right like it it, it 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 feels like a more real connection and that's something that we have to try to do as well because like there are there are companies and corporations and celebrities and shit like that that are entering into these public spaces and you know they they got a leg up and they got a they got an army and tons of people working behind them it, it, mm-hmm. the one advantage you have as yourself is yourself but that's but that's based on you if you want to present that right, right? like i admit that yeah. i like hello kitty and uh, school idol anime but i also like wrestling and hockey and horror movies okay so like that doesn't make any fucking sense it doesn't don't try to put that on a chalkboard and tr- find the math to it it doesn't make sense. You know, it doesn't make fucking sense, but that's what I am, you know? But identities don't have to make sense. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, like that is, identity, like, is is the instruction, like, is the information of who you are, and they're supposed to, like, take that in and then go, oh, that's Chilean stuff. Yeah. Got it. Exactly. You know? There's no, like, they, they can't preemptively, like, have, like, an idea of who you are because... That's what introductions are for. That's why you go, "Hi, my name is Chilean Storm, and I like these things." Yeah, I mean, you know, just just as much as I can appreciate like Frank Reynolds being a gross walking trash man, uh, I can I, I could then read like Sartre and Lacan and and study the ethics of religion and stuff like that. You know, it, that's me, right? That's that's what you get when you come here for Chilean mm-hmm. Storm. You get a a walking paradox, if you will, but one that tries to connect with every faucet of the human life experience in form of our fandoms and the things we love, you know? Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Alvaro Cruz, though, he's a piece of shit, though. You don't want to deal with that guy. Yeah, I don't like that guy. Oh, no, he's a... No, he sucks. He sucks. Although, honestly... um, Yeah, he's weird. uh, I, I think there is a little bit more insecurity to your own self when you kind of, mm-hmm. when you shut down and you go to bed, I think there's always that lingering insecurity, but if I can use Chilean storm to make myself a little bit stronger, I, I will, you know, it helps. It's, it's like putting on a mask, like a Batman mask, right? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Well, well, touching on the insecurity thing, yeah. um, do you guys ever get imposter syndrome and how do you deal with it? Oof. Oof. Because that's well, a big one for people who want, that's to, a good who one. want to do art for a career. That's, that's... Yeah. I mean, I, I deal with it. I deal with it as you're buying artwork from Mad Sketch, not from me, like mm-hmm. Aaron, because the reason, and that's kind of, that's kind of like the whole reason I have a nickname is because yeah. I have more confidence in selling a brand and not it's almost like i work for a company i I represent you know like if you physically see me it's like i'm representing mad sketch and i'm selling his his stuff and i get more um motivation and uh more confidence into selling. it's like people wearing masks and then they get like i think in furries it's kind of like that kind of thing too where it's like Mm -hmm. once they put on like the outfit it's like they have more freedom and they feel like they can say and do more things And and i think I have the same thing with Matt Sketch. That's the whole it's reason why suit. I have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> Man. That's kind of why I like that Luchador mask. Oh, but, oh yeah. <laughs> I like that. But, like, I, I, I like the idea of, like, representing an you know an idea i guess yeah <laughs> it's like batman <laughs> but... yeah, to- no to- totally though and i think god you can't both be batman well i'll take daredevil because daredevil's the best okay so... i'm not i'm i'm not mad i'm not batman i'm mad sketch yeah mad sketch represents all like um like confidence and 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 you know a crazy artist and mm-hmm. The reason, the only reason I made that is so that I can actually focus on creating art, and that when they say, "Oh, mad sketches," da 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 da, then it's like, so I can work towards something. It's like a, you know, like when you're building a brand, there's like a focus. There's a focus towards like I need to make this thing successful, and you could, you know, almost in your mind can point to that, you know, living being like you've like personified the brand into like a nickname, a character. And that way you can focus on like, how can I help this thing get more successful? And for me, because what I do in my life is I constantly help other people, younger artists or whatever. It's a way for me to help myself by personifying like Mad Sketch into like this other being, this artist. And I can like promote its stuff, promote his whatever. And I can push it that way. You know, that's how I've been able to go through my life. Like, And it's interesting though, because I think on one aspect as well, uh, whether you give yourself a nickname like Julian Storm or Matt Sketch or Pascal De Palme, uh, I think the, the, the thing is as an artist, in a way, if you don't give yourself a nickname, uh, you're going to find that the artist selling and the person living are two different things. Like this, this almost helps the whole process in a way, if that makes sense, right? But also, if you can, if you can represent just your name, like hats off to you, because I don't know how to do that. Like that's that's very uh, that's amazing, and that's like that's very very cool. So not that you have to have a nickname. Well, like you for just, you for, know, for me, actually, it's just that Alvaro is not a very marketable name in a way like i find it why oh just how so i, I just think like because some people would be like oh you have to say alvaro like espanol cierto you know uh where some there's like the richest of the richest figure out how to say yodorowsky yeah like, you know what i mean like it's no, true yeah. true <laughs> you know but like i i, I was kind of thinking about it I'm like because I, I usually tell people when they're like struggling i'm like oh no, just, just call me al it's fine it's fine. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. You know, <laughs> uh, I guess for everyone that is listening right now, they need to know how to say his name is Alvaro. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah, you said it exactly right. I I say it. I say it, I say it. Alvaro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we both butcher his name. Um, yeah. But it's okay. No, no. Yeah, because we're just asking. <laughs> no, no, but it's fine. I mean, but look. I, I, I accept the reality hey, of, of having a Latino name in a North American setting. Like, mm-hmm. come on now. What's that? Hey, Alvaro, what was that comic book with the blind uh, guy? Joe, Alvaro. Uh, Joe actually, Toby's dad, calls me Elvira, yeah. which is hilarious <laughs> because I imagine myself with great boobs. And I'm like, yeah, Elvira, yeah. yeah I'm like, like yeah. Massive. I'm just like, oh, I wish I had her boobs. Like, come on. Oh my god, I. Oh. If I had her boobs, I would never leave my room. Like, I'd be. I'd be I know that's my you. dad's way of being like an asshole, and yeah. it just backfires on him. 
not realize because you're like okay that's, yeah yeah that's a compliment yeah no shit I, yeah. I loved her i loved her movies those horror movies like come <laughs> on she, she's the best like, what about you what about you uh toby what's your history with like nicknames and like like that kind um, of well, first, my first nickname was Totally Awesome. Hey, yes, it was, um, and you were, and you are, and you still so, are, Totally Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I don't use it as much <laughs> anymore. Um, yeah, just because when I started doing furry work, I wanted my that to be separate from the digital painting stuff I was doing over on my Totally, um, like whatever stuff. Um, I wanted it to be separate, and. I'm happy that I did it that way uh, mm-hmm. because it, it is very, it does feel like a very separate entity on its own. Like the, the digital yeah. paintings that I'm doing are for myself. So to put it under my name makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas uh, the Pascal, the Palmy thing, um, it's definitely, it's very gimmicky, you know, on purpose. And but it I, works. I can play around with it. Yeah, yeah, it works. And like I, yeah. I can play around with it, and I can I can do fun things. You know, there's there's a lot of playing around that I can do with the imagery of it, and there's a lot of opportunities for me to kind of explore this and and not have to worry too much about it affecting the things that I do for myself. It's interesting. Um, we we all the three of us have like a very different approach to to how we present how we represent ourselves. You know, but it all yeah. works. You know, it's kind of well, it's, it's kind of well because like also also in a way the interesting aspect is too um, how we present this this very this is getting meta here but how we present this very podcast right like what mm-hmm. the roles in quotation mark are of each of the characters on this podcast right you know God I hope nobody's getting high right now listening to this because they're <laughs> gonna be like what they're characters it's like yeah well kind of. We're not real. Yeah. That's not how, this is not how I talk. Like, I'm not. Yeah, this is all scripted. <laughs> Mad sketches. <laughs> I, wi- I wish this was scripted. If this was scripted, this would be Everything so easy. Right now, Come on. I'm reading what I'm saying right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, like, there, there is, like, obviously a, uh, a character to, to this, right? Um, and, and, like, a certain roles that, we kind of have in a way right like i can't be the asshole on the on the show that's toby's job right thanks mm-hmm. you know uh uh sketch can't be the 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 sweet guy that's the be careful that, that's my job you know like we're talking about i'm fucking adorable <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> i think you're adorable sketch don't worry don't, don't listen to Toby. It's okay. It's okay. Well, before we um, before we get to the end of yes. this, mm-hmm. there was one more question that I wanted to ask. Yep. Um, yeah. The both of you. Mm. And starting a freelance career can be scary. Hell yeah. Yes. Or starting or pursuing um, careers in the art field in general can be scary. Mm. You know, yeah. like preparing a portfolio and such. Are there any last words of encouragement or wisdom or advice you would give to someone who's kind of, you know, maybe working a day job and is considering making that leap into a creative field? All right, sit down, Alvaro. I got this. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Alvaro, take it away. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, uh, okay. I, well, I was just going to say be persistent, really. I think. Inspire the one or two people that are listening to this. I'm just oh, kidding. Wow, wow. Okay, well, look, honestly, uh, I think persistence is definitely a thing that you need to do to have almost like a certain kind of stubbornness. Um, because that mm-hmm. will that will inevitably help you. That will save you. That will keep you as an artist. Um because if you really, really want this, you're not gonna stop when the first door gets closed on you, when you don't make a, when you don't make a sale, when, uh, come hell or high water, you'll find a way, you know. And I think that's kind of one of the biggest things, especially like in 2021. One of the most important things about being an artist is the the persistence and the drive to do it. Because you have, I'm looking, I'm thinking probably like two billion other like artists out there who are competing with you and billion maybe maybe thousands or millions i don't know right like but i'm assuming that there's one out of four people but assume that there's a million other artists trying to be an artist but the difference between you and them is that you're not gonna give up when they do Um... yeah that's 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 my (laughs) Um... little piece of knowledge that's my nugget of knowledge, I guess. I feel like I'm gonna clip the ankles off of your stand, your point. But um, <laughs> being an artist is very unique. It's not like what a normal person goes through. So, like, what am I trying to say? It's not exactly a privilege, but it's. It's a fantastic life to have. And the more you do it, the more you forget about how how amazing it is to be an artist because you get so lost in it. So just try to remember that like it is like how awesome it feels to do art. And and just no matter what you do, don't stop doing it. Because the second you stop is when things actually get interesting. So, just don't stop. That's how I. That's that's my my little thing. It's beautiful. Toby, Toby <laughs> any any advice? Journey, any advice for the youngins? Yeah, Toby, you go. You go. Um, I would say, start before you think you're ready, because if you wait till you you if you wait till the day that you feel that you're ready, you may never start. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. just start. Let me write that down. Don't, <laughs> don't start. 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 Start now. Start. Start. Okay. Follow start your dreams. Okay. Do it now. <laughs> start right do now. it, Chapa. Do it. Just do it. Get yeah, to, like, do, do the Shia LaBeouf thing. Um, just do it. <laughs> insert dated meme. Um, like, I, I didn't think I was ready. I, I started doing freelance out of necessity, not out of feeling like I was ready to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy that I did. I'm happy that I just yeah. started. Um, now you're killing it. So, yeah. And, but I never would have done it. You know, I yeah. didn't think I was ready. I didn't think anybody would want what I was selling. But I was wrong. So you're not always right. You so, doubters out there. <laughs> so Toby's point. Do you got to remember? Remember? Make money, money, make money, money, money. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, also like. Take money, money. Have, have fun. Have fun with it as well. You know, try try to have fun. Yeah. 
I, I would say aim to have as much fun as possible because when you are having as much fun as possible and doing your work, the money will come. Like trust, trust yes. me, mm-hmm. the money will come. Don't panic. You know, like people pay people pay for for amazing artwork that connects them. And that's that's all there is to it. So just be in pursuit of that and money will come. That's that's the only way. That's, I mean, that's the only way I can put it. Make it rain. Make it rain. Make yeah. money, money, make money, money, money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think, I think, I think that kind of uh, really nails it. Unless there's any final points that we should kind of bring up, guys. What do you guys think? Don't rob I... and steal. Don't steal other people's art. Actually. Um, <laughs> And, or we will uh, find you. And we will kill you. I mean, we will hold you accountable for the crime yes. that you did. <sighs> that was close. I almost uh, I almost incited violence. Uh, yeah, that was close. I almost incited an insurrection. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> you know it's bad when Alvaro's done with you. I know. I'm like, oh, okay, I went too far there. <laughs> he was like... Okay, that's my barometer. If we go, if I go above a bar, okay, that is bad. Yeah, yeah, you bad. fucked up. <laughs> um, well, I did want to say as well. Like, obviously, this is a this is a big kind of issue, and there is a lot of nuance to it, and a lot of things we could go in depth with. Um, and if you feel the need that you, if you have any questions, by all means, uh, we'd love to help you yeah. out. You can join us over at our Discord channel of We Are Your Friends. Uh, we post the link yeah. in most of our show notes here. Um, you can, you can website, find us on our Instagram. You can find us on our Instagram page, our individual Instagram pages, or you know our our uh, channel one as well. Uh, we can help you out there, or you can send your dicks or your questions. Right, like you could send questions and comments there. Right, or yes. just do it. Just send your dick pics. Send your dicks. Send your dicks. Where your friends.ca. It's really not hard, and we're not going to be hard, hard, hard about it. We're not. Gonna, <laughs> we're not going to be mean about it. Toby's going to be yourself. very constructive. We're going to help you out. You know. Yeah, I'll be constructive. I promise. Yeah. We. It's it's. We're we're here to build, not to tear down. That's right. Yes. That's right. I know it could be hard. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to pull out. Just, it better be hard. You know, oh, just oh. um, just plop it. Oh, just lay. Oh, just no. gotta lay it out. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, these jokes never stop coming. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm done. I'm done. Well, thank you for thank you for listening to this um, hilarious episode and informative. Informative. So informative. We, we entertain and educate, right? Like I think that's kind of the yeah here that's that is our motto and uh we we thank you for listening and uh we hope to uh we hope to entertain you again maybe next week huh same bad time same bad channel <laughs> is that you know is why chicago accent i don't know it could be i don't even know who this guy is 
he came in and left. <laughs> yeah, it was some kind of like. Yeah, don't wow. don't interrupt the man. He was getting ready was to. I'm sorry, about? but I just noticed that his he had an accent all of a sudden. I was kind of curious. Like, yeah, I know he was. By the way, I'm from Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, thank you. I guess Chicago listeners. Now? Okay. Let okay. Us know. No problem. I, I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> that bearish. Okay. We gotta go. See you later, everybody. <laughs> we love y'all. <laughs> Stay safe. Bye. Safe and sound. Bye. Bye.